my ladies, we are here for another conversation around mental health, mental wellness, mindfulness, and self-care. So thank you for continuing to stay on this journey with me. I know May was Mental Health Awareness Month, but I wanted to continue the conversation into June. And so June will literally be episodes around self-care, mental health, um, uh, just mental illness, and also mindfulness. So thank you for staying on the journey with me as we continue the conversations. And throughout the month, I will bring in different uh, speakers to also interview. So hopefully we can get some good conversations started and have some great Um, accountability built into our everyday lives about what it means to just have self-care for ourselves. I say this often and I'll say it again today. The most influential person that we're going to interact with in our life is ourselves. And so if we aren't taking care of ourselves, how do we expect to show up in other people's lives? So today I was going to talk about um, mental blocks because this is something that I have really been trying to navigate through mental block and my mental block. And I'll just say this is, was is being triggered or was anchored in like fear and anxiety. So Jackie, what are you afraid of? It's the fear of failure. Um, and so just a little bit about my story last year, I walked away from an organization that I had been with for over two decades to start new with a new company. And It was scary. It's scary. I went from a 99-year-old insurance company to going to a 20-year-old tech company. Um, Both reputable organizations, but culture completely different. 100-year, you know, 99 to 100-year-old company, and then a 20-year-old, essentially a tech startup that is now one of the largest tech companies in the world. Um, And I made this shift in the middle of a global pandemic while we're virtual. And I thought that was going to be a good idea. (laughs) And it wound up being a God idea. And then anytime that it's a God idea, he is taking you through a journey. He's getting some things out of you to perfect you. And so I, I am embracing that. But so my fear in this transition is, oh my God, am I good enough? Can I keep up with these people? what am I doing? I just, I was in a perpetual state of just fear and anxiety of, am I showing up strong? Um, so, so that's my story and I'll kind of unpack a little bit of it as, as we talk through, but as it relates to mental blocks, I just want to define that really quick. So Webster's dictionary talks about mental block being a psychological obstacle that prevents you from completing an important task or completing an assignment. And so that's what a mental block is. It's it's a psychological up obstacle. It's in your head and it prevents you from completing important tasks. It, essentially, it's like when you get trapped by your own thought process. So you you become your own worst nightmare because you you're 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 trapping yourself in your own thought press thought processes. And I think that's where I had hit this mental block is, can I perform this job? And the answer is yes. And it takes time. Give yourself time and grace and kindness to learn a new job, to navigate through a new culture. And all the tools are inside of you. 
they're just needing to be groomed and pressed out. It was so interesting. A friend of mine, um, we were walking last week and I was just kind of sharing with her. I was being vulnerable. And if you listen to my podcast from June 7th, I talked about uh, just one of the things that I think traps us even in our own mental health conversations is that we we don't we're not vulnerable enough to say when we need help or when we just need to get things off of our chest. And so I was very grateful for my opportunity to kind of share with a friend of mine what I was going through and just feeling like, oh, I don't know if I'm 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 performing and I'm I, I, I get in my own head. And she was like, stop. She was like, you are an inspiration to me stepping out on faith at a time where you never would have thought you would have tried to go to a new company. But then she said something that I thought was so powerful. She said, Jackie, everything you need to be successful in your job is already inside of you. It's just getting pressed out. And I was just like, that statement freed me. And I literally could visualize the pressure of navigating in a fast environment, learning new cultures, learning new people. All those things are pressing up against me, but they're, but what's oozing out of me is the ability to perform this role at a high level. It's just taking time. And so again, when we think about a mental block, a lot of times it's in our own mind. All the things that we need to get to that next phase of who we are it's on the inside of us. The solutions are on the inside of us. But I, I, I wanted to revisit a couple of causes with like what causes um, mental blocks? And then what are some things that we can do to overcome mental blocks? And so there was a list of and I like to be clear, concise numbers. So when I thought about what causes mental blocks, there were five key things that really stuck, stuck out to me. And I hope you can relate to them. But one is, and, and this is, is really tied to my, my role, um, one cause of a mental block is mental exhaustion. So your brain is exhausted because you're making too many decisions within a short time. And, that's, and that spoke to me because I, I oftentimes I would be exhausted at the end of the day, not physically, but my mind is just like, I can't think anymore. Like when someone's trying to have conversations with me, I'm like, I, I can't. You need to simplify what you need. I don't have the ability to think through <laughs> complex thoughts right now. Um, I don't have the ability to get into deep conversations right now because I was mentally exhausted. Too many decisions that I was having to make at a fast pace in a short amount of time. So that could be a cause of a mental block. So kind of examine your life and, and how many things that you have to you're making decisions for in a short amount of time? Are there things that you could take off your plate? Are there things that you could delegate to other people? How can you lift some of that burden off of your own self to make sure you're not mentally exhausted? Another cause for mental blocks, I think, is lack of sleep. So anyone who has dealt with depression, anxiety, or fear, um, it could cause you to just not be able to sleep. Like you have sleepless nights and so lack of sleep is also a cause for that. And, and one of the things I've been doing to counter lack of sleep is I have essential oils that I release at night. And then I also at times play uh, soothing music that just kind of helps me sleep more soundly and peacefully. Another cause for a mental block. This is a big one. Oh, boy. Clutter. Clutter. 
clutter, clutter. (laughs) You got junk everywhere. (laughs) You have junk everywhere. And it's causing you to feel overwhelmed. And it, it stops the ability to make clear, sound decisions. Or you procrastinate in making your decisions. Clutter is huge. Declutter your life. Find ways to simplify the things in your life. Um, Last year, I did a, if you look at my podcast, I did um, a podcast. I think it was in September of last year. But it's it's entitled Junk is a Four-Letter Word. And it really talks about the decluttering process. Excuse me, it was December of 2019. So it's talking about junk is a four-letter word. and, And just talking about how there's power in decluttering and simplifying your life. You breathe better, you move around better, and you can make clear decisions. Um, the fourth one, I think this was this is a huge, and it's this term called imposter syndrome. It's the notion that you someone calls on you for a job, or maybe in your local school or your church, you're you have a title of a someone who's supposed to be in leadership, but you don't feel like you're a leader. <laughs> so you feel like you're consistently in this. Am I really supposed to be in this role? And so you tell yourself that you're not worthy of that role or that you're not worthy to be where you are. And the truth is you are. The truth is you have the skills and the abilities on the inside of you. It's just you reckoning with your own self to say, I I do have these skills and capabilities and I am a leader. And now the balance of that is knowing yourself, right? So if you know that, hey, I'm not a teacher, I'm more of a behind-the-scenes planner or administrator. I think there's some uh, balance in being um, honest and open with yourself. But I'm talking about those folks that you've done the roles before in your life. You have a pattern of teaching people. You have a pattern of organizing. You have a pattern of leading. And so now you're just in a new role and you think you can't lead. Those are the people that I'm talking to. You do have the leadership skills on the inside of you. But again, a a cause of a mental block could be imposter syndrome. And then the last one I think is just perfectionism. That could be a mental block, right? Because you, you want so badly to be perfect that you're afraid to fail. And the truth is, you, once you quote, and I don't like the word fail, but once you're continuously improving the way you do things, what you do today you learn the lessons for tomorrow. So it's not really a failure. It's okay, we did this, but how could we make it stronger? How can we make it better? What are the lessons that we learned? Perfectionism is just a perpetual state. Uh, in my mind, people try to get to that is really not attainable. Uh, to me, it's more about, are you continuously learning? Are you continuously open to understanding from your past and then bringing forward the things from the past into the future. And so then lastly, I would say, excuse me, those were the five. So let's go through the causes, mental exhaustion, lack of sleep, clutter, imposter syndrome, and perfectionism. And then I would say tips to actually overcoming those mental blocks is, again, five tips. And and just real simply, 
The first one is breaking down like projects or, or situations that you're involved in. Breaking complex situations and making them simple. How do I take complex things going on in my life and simplify them? So that's a way to overcome a mental block, right? So let's just use an example, my example. Oh my gosh, uh, the role I'm in seems too big for me. Okay, Jackie, so instead of you allowing that to cause you to not grow, what are the small chunks of work that you can accomplish at a high standard and start there and then continue to grow and learn and develop? Right. So breaking down projects or situations and simplifying them, even in relationships, if you're having tough conversations with folks or maybe you're in just especially during the pandemic, people, it feels like there's a weird pattern that we're in. If people are trying to start reengaging with with one another in new and different ways and there might be some clunkiness there, how do you take small steps to get past some of the clunkiness to simplify one another's conversations in each other's lives so one just simplify the other I say the opposite of clutter declutter I think that's a huge one tips to overcoming those mental blocks decluttering your life letting things go materialistic things that you don't need get them out of your house get them out of your house things that you are holding on to in your head get them out of your head Think on the positive things or the how far you've come. Uh, there's journaling exercises you can do for, for that too, to start journaling like your progress. But get all those things out of your head that are cluttering your mind and your headspace and get them on paper and throw them out. And then even in your personal life, just declutter your person. Declutter your person. Another tip to overcome, excuse me, overcoming mental blocks is take breaks. Whether you sit in silence or whether you take a walk, exercise, listen to music, make sure you're releasing energy on things that can just kind of release stress in your life. So take frequent breaks. The fourth, I would say a big one is use your fear for positive so, so what do you mean use your fear positively? So how you counteract fear is you confront it, right? So if I'm afraid to speak, then I need to be prepared to speak and then practice speaking in front of people. If I'm afraid to lead, I need to practice leading, whether it's a small project at your church or maybe it's a small get together with You want to have a girl's night out and you're leading and coordinating that. The more you can expose yourself to the things that you're afraid of, it minimizes that fear. It's actually this term called exposure therapy. Like the more you're, you're, the more you put yourself in front of things that you're afraid of and and think about the reaction, the, 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 it lessens the impact. I think about myself with learning how to swim, you know, at some point, the more I'm in the water, the less afraid I am of water. And then the last thing, I think this is the big one, a uh, tip to overcoming mental illness is controlling your inner noise. So getting out of your head and and coming up with whether it's a daily affirmations, 
one thing that you're charging yourself to do, making declarations into the mirror in the morning, but getting the noise out of your head and establishing a pattern of you hearing your own voice telling you how amazing you are, how much you've accomplished, and how how much of an impact that you are into this world. That controlling your inner noise silencing the noise that is trying to bind you and releasing words of life over yourself that affirm you and to sure you up. So those are the things that I, I really have been hovering over the last week as I've examined my own navigating through this mental block. These are some of the techniques and tools and tips that I'm bringing forward to make sure that I minimize the mental blocks that are trying to come against me. So simplifying my my mind, decluttering my mind, taking breaks, um, more exposure therapy, right? So using my fear positively and then controlling inner noise. I really, really, really believe that the more you practice these things, the more there's a testimony of the fact that We can have strong, healthy minds. I think when we get into ruts and we get stuck, those things then can turn into other things, whether it's health issues, whether it becomes depression, whether it becomes anxiety, where now we're taking medication. Again, not minimizing because I'm not a doctor and there are some people that do need medication. There are some people that have been clinically diagnosed. I'm also saying look into ourselves and see what are the things that we can control and not control the outcome of our own mental health, mental health, mental health, the health of the mind, the mind, which is a terrible thing to waste. So we have to protect it at all costs. I hope that this was helpful for you today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and I can't wait to continue the conversation throughout the month of June. Ladies, have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon.